Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Brownbeck versus King. If you'd like to support the podcast, please stay tuned to the end of the podcast. Certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit. Argued November 9th, 2020. Decided February 25th, 2021. The Federal Tort Claims Act, FTCA, allows a plaintiff to bring certain state law tort claims against the United States for torts committed by federal employees acting within the scope of their employment, provided that the plaintiff alleges six statutory elements of an actionable claim, see 28 U.S.C. section 1346 little b. Another provision, known as the judgment bar, provides that the judgment in an action under section 1346b shall bar any action by the claimant involving the same subject matter against the federal employee whose act gave rise to the claim. That's section 2676. Respondent James King sued the United States under the FTCA after a violent encounter with Todd Allen and Douglas Brownback, members of a federal task force. He also sued the officers individually under the implied cause of action recognized by Bivens versus six unknown federal narcotics agents. The district court dismissed his FTCA claims, holding that the government was immune because the officers were entitled to qualified immunity under Michigan law, or in the alternative, that King failed to state a valid claim under Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 12b-6. The court also dismissed King's Bivens claim, ruling that the officers were entitled to federal qualified immunity. King appealed only the dismissal of his Bivens claims. The Sixth Circuit found that the district court's dismissal of King's FTCA claims did not trigger the judgment bar to block his Bivens claim. A Supreme Court held a decision is reversed, and Justice Thomas delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. The district court's order was a judgment on the merits of the FTCA claims that can trigger the judgment bar. Similar to common law claim preclusion, the judgment bar requires a final judgment on the merits. Uh, see Semitech International Incorporated versus Lockheed Martin. Here, the district court's summary judgment ruling dismissing King's FTCA claims hinged on a question uh, on quintessential merits decision whether the undisputed facts established all the elements of King's FTCA claims. See Arbor versus YNH Corporation. The court's alternative Rule 12b-6 holding also passed on the substance of King's FTCA claims as a 12b-6 ruling concerns the merits. In passing on King's FTCA claims, the district court also determined that it lacks subject matter jurisdiction over those claims. In most cases, a plaintiff's failure to state a claim under Rule 12b-6 does not deprive a federal court of subject matter jurisdiction. See uh, Steel Corporation versus Citizens for a Better Environment. Here, however, in the unique context of the FTCA, all elements of a meritorious claim are also jurisdictional. Thus, even though a plaintiff need not prove a Section 1346b1 jurisdictional element for a court to maintain subject matter jurisdiction over his claim, uh, CFDIC versus Meyer. Because King's FTCA claims failed to survive a Rule 12b-6 motion to dismiss, the court also was deprived of subject matter jurisdiction. Generally, a court may not issue a ruling on the merits when it lacks subject matter jurisdiction. See Steele Co. again.
but where, as here, pleading a claim and pleading jurisdiction entirely overlap, a ruling that the court lacks subject matter jurisdiction may simultaneously be a judgment on the merits that can trigger the judgment bar. The decision below is reversed. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. Justice Sotomayor filed a concurring opinion. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast or support me as I work my way through law school, please find the podcast on Patreon or follow the PayPal link in the show notes.